welcome back. This is the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. Glad that you stopped by today. So on today's show, we have Pastor Ken Garcia. He's an evangelist. He does it locally, abroad, and domestically. So stay tuned for an interview. you find a little bit about him. His parents were from Puerto Rico, but he lived and was born in Manhattan. So we'll get to the show in a few seconds. But first, a word from our sponsors. I would like to thank McLeod Painting Group of Vero Beach, Florida for sponsoring this week's show. They specialize in interior and exterior painting. They are licensed and insured with over 45 years of experience, expanding over three generations. Give them a call at 772-501-0324 and tell them that Kevin James sent you. Again, that number is 772-501-0324. Thanks for sticking around. If you'd like to know more about how to become a sponsor, please email me at kevinjames at themillenniumbee.com and I will fill you in on how to become a sponsor. You can also go to our website at www.tmb2000.net or themillenniumbee.com. So let's get into uh, the message, but first let's have a, a brief 60 second intro. listening to the Millennium Beat. Welcome back. I'm your host, Kevin James. I'm sitting here in the studio with Kenneth Garcia. Kenneth, Ken, you probably preferred to be called by Ken, right? Yes, sir. All right, Ken, thanks for coming. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you. I've been looking forward to this interview for a while now, So, because I, I know you're going to tell me some great stories and some things that God is doing. So let's start back from the early days when, when Ken was a little, little, little child. Um, where were you originally born? I, I was born in Manhattan, New York. And, oh, wow. Yes, sir. Don't, I don't see many of those. Yeah. I know people in New York, but not Manhattan. We don't tell you. No. They, they don't dare tell you that when they come from it, No. <laughs> you were born in the city. You're a city boy. I'm a city boy by birth, yeah. I was hatched in New York. Oh, wow. Manhattan. Now, Manhattan, it has a lot of boroughs. So, let's break it down a little bit more. What borough were you in? That was it, Manhattan. Then I moved later Well, on isn't Manhattan, Bronx. you got Soho, you got Greenwich Village, you got Harlem. That's all Manhattan. Uh, yeah. You, you, you got the I Upper was, East Side, you got Central Park. I was born in George Washington Hospital there. Okay, is that near the, the George Washington Bridge? Lower East Side there. Yeah, see, I don't, I, I, all I know is the boroughs, because you got Chinatown, and because it's, it's all, it's all, 
chopped up. Yeah, chopped up. So you don't know exactly where. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you probably could tell me a street. Um, <laughs> that was many moons ago. Yeah, I know. It's like I was there back in, you say, late 80s. I used to drive buses in New York City. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they didn't like me because, you know, when I, when I come up to a stoplight, I would stick out a little bit in the uh, crosswalk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Irritate yeah. the snot out of people. You know, yes, sir. It was a bad habit because <laughs> they were trying to cross and they had to go around the bus. Yeah, that happens to me now as a trucker, man. They oh, does it? That line and I'm turning. I'm like, back up, dude. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so um, you ever hear of H&H Bagel? No. No, that's that's up opposite Manhattan. So it's going toward Harlem. I've been to Harlem. H&H is up there. Um, uh, Planet Hollywood, Hard Rock Cafe. That's, okay. that's central Manhattan, I think. I didn't. I didn't stay there long. No, they shipped me out. They shipped you. <laughs> they shipped me out in one of those baby baskets. Uh, you were Moses. <laughs> yeah. 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 The next stop sitting was down the Bronx. The, sitting down, sitting down, sitting down. I'm in the Nile River. You were sent down. What night is it? Ninety five up there or something like that. You know. Yeah, I trained. Train. Put train it on night. a train. Yeah, I was. I went over to the Bronx. Okay, you went now <laughs> to the Bronx. Yeah, I don't think I've been to the Bronx. That's where um, Captain America is from, right? No, he. Yeah, he was from the Bronx, wasn't he? Or was he from Queens? I don't know. You don't Marvel? You know? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's a whole other subject for another show. <laughs> so you, so basically, you were born in Manhattan, and then it sounds like you, you moved from there. Yeah. To the, we moved to the Bronx. Then from the Bronx, we went to Staten Island. Okay. Staten now, Staten Island. Island, the only thing I know, isn't that where the uh, Statue of Liberty is? Uh, no. No, that's, but El- we pass that's Ellison. Yeah, when you get on the boat, on the ferry boat, you go by, you wave to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, okay. I've never been. go by. I never have been to the Statue of Liberty. I, well, as I said, I drove buses in New York. And the weirdest thing is, I, I've been up the Empire State Building, but I drove by um, the World Trade Center after they tried to bomb it the first time. But they, the, the gummy, dummies who tried to blow it up, the bomb went down, not up. Oh, so, okay. and they were repairing it. And I could still see it now because I think it's the west side of the, where that river is. I don't know what river that's called, but. Um, Hudson? It could be the Hudson. And there is, because you go down toward uh, um, the Statue of Liberty, you go down. And I remember the World Trade Center and the construction for the, for the garage. And that's all I remember. As many times as in New York, I can't remember looking up and seeing the World Trade Center. I mean, how can you miss it? Yeah, I mean, two big towers that were in the sky, and I was on the Empire State Building. I do remember going up that, but I don't. I don't have any pictures. Nothing. I don't even have one in my main brain. (laughs) I went to the Empire State Building. No, no, I went to the Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Never went to the Empire State Building nor the towers. Yeah. Now I was there a week before they came crashing down. It. Oh wow. And um, a week before we went to Harlem to do some evangelism. That was uh, yeah. When that happened, I was, I was praying actually. Somebody called and told me. I, I remember seeing. I like everybody. I remember seeing it on TV, and you know, I coming home from work. I think I worked overnight shift or something like that because it was two thousand, right, or two thousand one, something like that. <laughs> Where history is getting old now. That we're it's like twenty something years later. Yeah, uh, I think it was two thousand one. I think if I remember right, um, September eleventh. Yeah, September 11th. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, certain things happen in society 
that you remember where you were when it happened. Like, yeah. there's a guy I work with at the TV station. We don't know how old he is. We know he's in the 70s, but he will never tell us. So I said to him, I said, hey, his name is Jack. I go, Jack, what were you doing when John F. Kennedy got shot? Ooh. <laughs> so I says, he goes, well, I was in high school at that time. I said, oh, now we know that, you know, he was probably somewhere between 16 and 18 years old. And, and that was 1963 <laughs> of November, you know, and then we could figure out, okay, somewhere else, 77 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I got him to say that because one day he, he, his brother's birthday was um, was a day. And I go, how old is your brother? He goes, I ain't going to tell you that. <laughs> his brother is his twin brother. <laughs> oh, okay. So I tried to get him to tell me um, his birthday, but he would never tell me. So Classified info. Classified info. But, you know, it's like. You know, it's like you're saying these things are going on. You know, we don't remember. We, sometimes we remember the details. Yeah. Uh, the older we get, the less details we remember. <laughs> and hopefully society doesn't change the history. You know, like, that's, that's not what we remember. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, 9-11, uh, the Challenger. I remember being somewhere when the Challenger exploded. I was up, up north. I was working for a company, and I had to do a delivery in Worcester, Massachusetts. And. I, I I didn't see it. I heard about it. You know, I said something. Hey, the Challenger exploded. So, and then the other one, um, I don't remember what the other one that exploded coming back. I don't remember. I'm, I'm bad at history. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is you know, we, we kind of remember something. So okay, so you 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 were living up there. You were living in that area. How long were you up there for? That you know, in that area that you moved to. I was. I left the New York City area when I was about uh, 10, 9. Okay. 10, 10 years old. Now, are you still, are you, we'll talk about this in a second, but are you a non-believer at that time still when you left or were you already? I, I was a non-believer. Okay. Yes, I was a non-believer. So go, let's, go, let's go a little bit deep into your, your, your upbringing in your household. Okay. At the time you said you were not a non-believer. What was your household like? My household. Well, my dad, <clears throat> my dad was from Puerto Rico. My dad was born in Puerto Rico. And okay. my mom was also born in Puerto Rico. They came to New York City. Of course, that's where I was born, New York. And then uh, I visited Puerto Rico. My dad was a truck driver. Oh. He drove trucks for quite a few years. Hmm. That was his dream. So he came dream to or drive truck. Okay. Yeah, he learned to drive in Puerto Rico and then came to the U.S., started to drive a truck. And we used to come, go back and forth to Puerto Rico. So we, I went to Puerto Rico about the age of 10. And my grandma was Pentecostal. Okay. They were Pentecostal. My father came from the Pentecostal background. Mm. So uh, we went to church because we had to go yeah, to church. Yeah, right. They, they, uh, they drug you. Yes, sir. They grabbed us by the ear. You're going to church. You're going to church, and you're going to be quiet while you're at church. That's right. So anyway, we went. Uh, we used to go to, we had house services. Well, one day my aunt was preaching. We went up the hill, turned into the home, and I was on the hillside. I was about 10. And that's the first time where the Lord spoke to my life, you know. I was kind of shocked. Uh, yeah. Was this an audible voice, inner voice? Nah. A, a sensation? Well, it rocked my world. Um, so it had to be something strong enough. Yeah. I was, well, I looked up and I said, what are you doing here? 
you're supposed to be down there in the service. <laughs> and um, that was my intro to, to the Lord. And uh, actually, I was, my aunt preached a sermon. She says, God calls the brave. And even though I was way at top, top side in the hill, I was the first one to respond for. And, you know, they didn't, they prayed for you. Right. They, they didn't lead you in Romans 10, 9, and 10. But, so that was my introduction to God. And okay. legalism in Pentecostal chased me away from the church immediately. But I couldn't right. wait to leave Puerto Rico. Yeah. Then uh, we came, came back to the U.S. And we were in the Bronx. Uh, for a little bit, we were in the Bronx. And then uh, after, after we were in the Bronx, we moved to Staten Island for a bit. My mom wanted to get us out of the city life, you know. Right. Trying to get away from the gangs and all the mess. Uh, moved into Staten Island. Staten Island, we start, got involved in soccer, baseball. And then my brother, older brother, got involved in the, uh, the gang deal. Uh, you know? He got into gangs, and then he got shipped up to uh, upstate New York. And uh, my dad was super strict. My dad used to threaten us with uh, West Point. We're going to send you to West Point. We're like, <laughs> West Point, what is that? So uh, I followed my brother out of the house. I left my house when I was 14 years old. Okay. My brother was 12. My brother looked like a, an old man. He had a full beard. He looked like a grown man. How old was he again? 12? My brother was 12, yeah. 12? Wow. Had a full beard, looked like a man. So he was, in, he was involved, you know, he got involved in gangs. He was involved with the Savage Skulls in Staten Island. So uh, he created some stink. And, I can imagine. Yeah, and the system sent him away. <laughs> gave and, him a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gave him a paid vacation. Non paid vacation. That's right. And I my dad was super strict with us, so I said, Well, I watched my brother and I said, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> and I saw what he did. I said, I'm not gonna do it exactly the way he did it. So at fourteen I we I went to an institution in Middletown, New York. Okay. Pius twelve. Hmm. So uh, we moved to Pius 12. We got in, we were involved in soccer, sports. And after that, I, uh, in 1983 was when I. How old were you in 1983? 1983, I was 18 years old. So we're pretty close to the same age then. I yeah. graduated in 82. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I graduated in 82 also. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. 83, I had an encounter with the Lord where I. Committed my life to him, and then I started to go to a fellowship in Middletown, New York. Okay. And uh, since then, I've been, well, from, from Middletown, New York, I went to uh, Nyack College Missionary Alliance School. Okay. Because I was just so hungry for the things of God. Right. And uh, I met a friend. uh a pastor, he was six foot six, blonde hair, blue eyes, spoke wow. better Spanish than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so at school, I had already, in school, before I left school, I had a child. Oh. And when I had an encounter with the Lord, I was living with my child's mom then. And I got convicted, so I had to move out. That's how I met Brother Steve Offringer. Okay. Right. He had a mission home. Okay. When I went into his mission home, he introduced me to 
to Nyack Missionary Alliance. And I, we, my brother, my brother and I ended up going to that school. My brother, I met up with my brother in the Bronx when he came out. He said, uh, the Lord just uh, spared my life twice. He was involved in, he was still involved in the drug scene. He said he just escaped death twice. So okay. we ended up going to school together, playing soccer for a Christian school. We were ecstatic. We had the Lord in our lives. We wanted to be number one. Oh, did he? Now, you say soccer. What position did you play? Center midfield. Center mid. Okay. I was center midfielder. Well, I was a left left back, left middle, left middle. Left middle. I was right half back. Oh, look at that. I played soccer for four years in high school. Uh, we started at Staten Island, about 10. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah. It was a good I sport. started junior uh, my junior high, so it was eighth grade, eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh. I played oh, look soccer. at that! Twelfth year, I was the manager of the yearbook, so I, I didn't play soccer that year. Retired? Huh? I retired, yes, uh, and I only scored once in my whole life. <laughs> as halfback, you don't get the chance to score that as much. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but uh, but it's offense, funny how we yeah. we we have the, the same. You know, you drive, I drive, I drove, and played soccer, so we have a lot in common. Didn't realize yeah. that. See, that's one thing good about doing these kind of stories. You, I get to find a little bit about you that I never knew. Yeah, that's awesome. That's you know? pretty good. So that's cool. So, so okay, you did the sports and all that kind of stuff, and then you know God is now working in your life. So what's going on from that point? From that point, uh, <clears throat> I ended up. I came to Florida. Uh, got involved in Orlando Christian Center. Okay, I've heard that name before. Orlando Christian Center. Is that Benny Hinn's church? That was Pastor Benny Hinn's yep, church. that's why yes, I know sir. the name. Yeah, I've been, I've been there. I've actually, it was in Benny Hinn's office. Actually, it's a studio office, literally. Oh, look I, at that. That's I, awesome. I was in there for a conference, and, and then they, the youth pastor gave us a tour, of, and then he brought us into Benny Hinn's office. Cool. And I've met awesome. his brother, Sammy. Awesome. Yeah, when I used to work for TBN and stuff like that, uh, they came down to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I met Sammy one time. Did you? Yeah, because he, he's associated with Harvest Time International in okay. Sanford. Ah. So through Brother John Murphy, I met him. Okay. So I started going there for a while. Then I got involved in street outreach. I got involved in street outreach there. Mm. And um, then the street outreach leader moved on. He had a construction business. Okay. And we used to go to different neighborhoods, share the gospel. Uh, when his business grew, he uh, moved on and he asked me to take the leadership role. Okay. I was kind of ecstatic. So we'd go to different areas, share the gospel, and then we started to do, uh, instead of going door to door, we did an outreach where we got a platform, we put music on, and we started to distribute food and mm -hmm. music and preaching. Did that there for <clears throat> for a while. Uh, well, I've done I've done I did that there till I moved out and moved into the the land area. Okay. I, until about six years ago, I never heard of the land Orange City Daltona. Never heard of it. I yeah, lived in Florida yeah. for twenty five years. And, just around Vero Beach or the East Coast, never knew anything about Central. I knew where Orlando was, and that was it. Yeah, I heard of this area when I met my ex-wife. Oh. So that's when I heard about the Deland area. And I wanted to do 
ministry so much that they spoke about uh, an opportunity to minister in the church, okay. to pastor a church. So we were, I interviewed for that. Uh-huh. It was a Pentecostal background. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, was, I just wanted to share the gospel, man. Right. So I saw an opportunity to, you know, share good news, share right. good news. I thought everyone wanted to know about good news, you know. I thought people wanted to be right. free from religion, you know, from legalism. And um, I jumped in head first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you realized what you were in. <laughs> yes, I was in a, I was in a, yeah. I was in an adventure. It was an adventure, you know. Oh, yes. It was an adventure. Opportunity to learn some stuff. But uh, yeah, praise yeah. God. It was, uh, we had a good time. Uh, you have a good time preaching the gospel, right? You have a good time, the Lord. Though, even though you have, you go through rough times. Right. But. In him, well, you know, I, I was ministering at that church and then decided to vote us out. Oh, wow. Yeah, they decided to vote us out because we weren't in agreement with their legalism. So the point of is that even though you're in difficult times when you, you know, continue pursuing the Lord, seeking the Lord, and you're love blind. Right. Uh, it, was, it was difficult, but uh, the Lord gave us the victory. You know, we, we were renting a church. We were renting a church. There was a pastor by the name of Jesse Bowden. He, uh, well, what do you think, Brother Ken? I said, well, naturally speaking, we're sunk. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but at the end, the Lord gave us the victory. I had the opportunity to choose. Hey, well, Brother Ken, what do you want to do? If you, it's your vote. They say, if you vote, yes, you stay. But we didn't want to, I didn't want to be part of division. So right. we moved on. I said, it's not a good taste. So No. But. You know, the Lord moved. The Lord, I, the Lord prepared me before that. On Sunday, I was walking down the the island. I heard a whole bunch of commotion. That was strange. And that never happened before. You know, mm -hmm. I heard them planning. What it was. Ah, you heard the. It's, it's like in the scriptures where the you heard what the enemy was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of took me by surprise there. But you know, I heard it. I heard it. So he prepared me, and I, I knew what was going on. And we just moved on. I've just been wanting to please the Lord. That's it. Serve the Lord, right? Like every every believer. Right. That's it. Oh, that's cool. So now, so you officially have had the title of pastor, right? I mean, that's what you were just saying, right? Yeah, yeah. They gave me that title. Because I know that Pastor Louis calls you PK, you know, which is Pastor Ken, you know, so. And I just didn't know if, you know, so you were in that position. So that's cool. Yeah, I fought that. You fought being. I, I fought that, you know. I, I was at <laughs> the church. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Well, when it happened, I was like, "That doesn't even make any sense to me, Lord. Come on, I've been doing. I'm in the street doing evangelism, you know, just preaching the gospel." Right. And um, I went to a a, a meeting in uh, Curry Ford. It was a church. Then the Spirit of God was moving and. The confirmation came and said, this is me. Mm. So, That's you know, cool. I said, okay. I said, okay, till I went in the, in the oven. <laughs> yes, anything but, but that, you know. It was good, it was good, it was good. Know, Praise but, God. but it's funny how you, it's, you can see now that I see what you do here at Identity Church, you know, the things that you've done in the past that God was bringing you up to that situation. You know, to hear, you know, we'll talk in a few minutes 
I'll give you a heads up that, you know, talk about what you were doing before you came to identity and that brought you to identity and go from, we'll go from there in a second. But a lot of times God does that. If you look at your life and, and see the things that God has brought you in, sometimes they were, they're straight paths and sometimes they went that way and they went the other way and then they're back and again. But when you look back at our age and say, yeah, God was grooming us and bringing us to this situation right here where we are right now. I know like in my life, I mean, the reason why I I had a CDL license for, God, I don't know, 20 years or something like that is my friends are Christian singers that traveled and I wanted to drive their bus for them. So my cousin, by this third cousin once removed, it's my, you know, they call him a cousin. So he owned a bus company. So I said, that's the best way for me to learn how to drive was the uh, go to work for him. So I went to school, went to, went to class, got my CDL license, drove school buses. Then I, I, then I did coaches then I did tours. And then I was a trainer. I was certified in the state of Massachusetts as an instructor. And then I drove tours up and down and, you know, I went from all the way from Canada, all the way to Washington DC and out to, out to Wisconsin and back again. And I drove, did that for about six years. Wow. But I always thought that was the reason. Uh, but now you're seeing in, in another, by the time this airs, I will have my coach, you know, I'll have a 40 foot diesel pusher. So it's, it's older, it's not brand new, but you know, why spend a hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars when I can spend a couple thousand, you know, thousand, you know, like, Amen. so, but the thing is, is God is, I mean, I haven't sat in a coach to drive it since 1994. Wow. Yeah, you know, which is funny because this coach is a 2000. So this is, it's, it's newer than my driving experience, but. I was, a, I was a natural. When I used to teach people, I could tell, okay, you're a natural, you're not a natural. Okay, I'm a boss, can I revoke his driver's license? Because he shouldn't <laughs> even be driving a car. Never mind a bus, a school bus, and, you know, or a coach or whatever. But, you know, God does that in our lives. He brings us through, uh, you know, different places and things that I that he knows the desires. He's also placed those desires. And you're definitely an evangelist. You go out there into the street ministries. Uh, you, you also do a little bit. We'll talk about that in this conversation. As you do, you got a little, little, little puppet thing, friends, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, so we'll talk about that and uh, stuff like that. So let's go. Oops, as I just ran my microphone in my head. Um, let's start before you ca- you came to identity up to why you came to identity up to i came to identity because you were you you said you were doing that pastor thing and then you pick up from there i guess you know the telling of your life story my life story from that well, point <laughs> after i did the pastor thing i left barb i was in barberville did some pastoring in barberville and that i've never even heard in my life Barberville. Barberville. It was That's a, here in Florida? It was a, yes, sir. Uh, 17 North. Going, okay, 17 going North. To, okay. Going towards Seville, Pearson, or Pearson, Seville, Crescent City. Crescent City. I don't know a lot. I know the land and then a little bit further up <laughs> yeah it's past the land going that route yeah i've been on that 17 there's, there's, there's something that starts with a p some city yeah it's like the middle of nowhere in a sense. I, 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 it's somewhere it's somewhere <laughs> if you live there it's somewhere it's yeah. somewhere so uh from from barberville actually barberville and we went to pearson from pearson pearson i think i know from pearson i went to sanford and 
Okay, Stanford. I know it's a good sized city. It's on the other. It's on the other side of the river. Yeah. For where we are in, in Deltona. So in Sanford, I pastored there for a little bit for about, well, pastoring was for about two years. The title of pastoring was for two years. Okay. And then uh, I went through a divorce. Uh, so uh, after that was when I got into the trucking. Okay. So I driving trucks. And- I got into the truck and started to do trucks and um, <clears throat> wasn't too happy about situation i went through as a believer right so you're trying to it's like a jonah thing you know? uh, but you know you could run but you can't hide right so i wasn't trying to hide but i was running right <laughs> <laughs> and not in the direction god wanted you to go no 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 i always i always stayed in touch with god you know what right. i'm saying i kept my god just, i believe in you but i ain't gonna do what you told me to do yeah i just you you're know. rebellion and, um, son. So I came back to, I did the trucking, went out into the field for driving and because of, because of what people think, you know, right. You fall and it's just, you know, people judge you. Right. Cause you went through the divorce, divorce, right? Divorce. Yeah. Right. So you had that. And- so because of divorce, I went into the driving venture. Then, um, <clears throat> I came back and started to just do fellowship. You know, I would do fellowship and went to a lighthouse. Then I went to New Life Fellowship. And uh, after New Life Fellowship, I started to hook up with a brother that had an effect on, an influence on his life in mm-hmm. OCC. They had a church. I started to get involved there, which is in Orlando, okay. Body of One Ministries. And it was a it was a ride. Uh, it was a good fellowship. <clears throat> so, um, because it was a long ride, and I couldn't be actively involved, right? Then I started to look for a home base where I was in this area. I started to look for a church in this area. I went to. I was going to a Spanish fellowship. I knew I wasn't going to be there long. Right. I knew I wasn't going to be there long, and then I bumped into identity now did you bump into the church or did you bump into somebody that went here well pastor lou castriata oh yes pastor lou, pastor lou castriata had which uh, is also very much street witnessing and yeah pastor he, lou is he does a lot of that kind of stuff evangelistic buff yeah he like minds yes sir he he's definitely in the, yeah i did an well, interview with him way back a couple of years ago I want to do another one soon. Just catch up on what's going on in his life. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Because he's he's has a story. Because he went he moved to Alabama and now he's back again. Yes, sir. Can't get rid of him. No, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. That, we go out to eat once a month now. Oh, cool. Yeah, we do it, you know. But uh, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's definitely good. Yeah, he's, he's definitely cool. We did some outreach together. Well, I hooked up with him. He did some major outreaches. Okay. So it was good. We would, uh, I was doing, we were doing the same thing when we met. I was doing them on one side, of, he was doing that on the other side. And then we finally met. Oh, wow. So after years, uh, then I met up with him again and he told me about uh, identity after I moved into Deltona. Okay. In Deltona, which is where identity is. Yeah. After I moved into Deltona, I had been going to a Spanish fellowship in the area and I, Knew my time was up there. 
your season was done. Yes, sir. Yeah, your season was and done. And then he mentioned identity. Okay. That's, and uh, well, I dropped in. Now, how long ago was that? Because it's like. It's about a year. It's been, a, wow, it just seems like you've been yeah. here forever. Yeah, it's about a year. <laughs> That's a good thing or not. Amen. It's it, been about I mean, a year. As I, as I work for identity, so it's like, it's hard. I mean, I do notice people coming, but, yeah. you know, it's the ones that stick around for a while. Oh, yeah, you've been here for a while. Like Joe's, Stooky. I think that's his last name. How yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get to have him do an interview, too, because uh, he's he's a great guy. But he's been here for a year or so, too, also. also so. Yeah. But that's cool. So you met Lou. He brought you here. And we, so we can blame Lou for, Pastor Lou, for uh, you being here. <laughs> yes, he's the culprit. He's the culprit. Oh, and, and and then I know that you, you guys, that you have a heart for the street and the missions and stuff like that. Because you did, um, where was that? It was up in the land that you did um, a tent type of thing, you know. Yes, yeah. Something like that. And yeah. You do those kind of things. And at that time, you had a couple little uh, cloth friends with you. Tell us a little bit about that. Your little friends. The uh, puppets came up as uh, to help a brother who has a work in Colombia, Bogota, Colombia. Okay. And um, he said he wanted to do something. He didn't know what it was. So I asked him his interest. He said, kids. So I said, well, let's do puppets. I had done puppets when we were out, when we were doing outreaches on or in Orlando. Okay. And it was a bait system, you know. A wise man wins souls, right? So we need to find different bait, right? Right. So I said, let's do this puppet thing, man. We'll do this puppet thing. We'll have an outreach. We do puppets. We draw kids. And uh, we'll see what the Lord does, what he'll do from there. So that was the reason for puppets because we had used children ministry you know we used the clown years ago we had this brother his name was chico chico <laughs> chico the clown and this guy was intense man. he was awesome wow do face painting he'd do the creation story with balloons right and we drew children and you know the thing about that is a lot of time you think about children but you're ministering to a lot of adults you know? right they're hiding behind their pride and their <laughs> rugged looks and the spirit of god gets in there and forget it. it's all over right well as this god says you know be like a be like a child yes amen so that's good babe we soften up their hearts you know their children pull them in and then the lord finishes <laughs> grabbing their hearts so we did that for i did that for bogota colombia okay and um we went over there we used the puppets it's not that i'm a great puppeteer you know but the foolish things god uses the foolish things of the world to confound the, the foolish things of god to confound the wise Eyes. right yeah so I believe that I was foolish enough to do it, and God was great enough to move, and that's what happened. So we did. We took the puppets to Colombia. Okay. Just for the purpose of being a, a witness, you know. Right. And that worked. It worked when we went over there. The greatest move of God was on the brother I was doing it for. Huh. And the strange thing was that, you know, most time you do it for children, but there were more adults in that. Right. Event, then there was children. And after the first event, the Lord opened up a few other doors to go to different places to minister. Okay. And, you know, we sow the seed, right? The source sows the seed. The source sows the word. So I believe that 
we sow the word and the spirit of God will do what God right. says he'll do, right? Draw them, save them, heal them, deliver them, mm-hmm. heal broken hearts. Wow. I just expect him to do by his spirit, right? Right. What yeah. um, he said, he sent out Jesus to do, save, heal, deliver. Right. Now, I know you've done a lot of street ministries here in the United States, and you just said you went to Columbia. Where else have you had done, had gone out and done some ministry? The first time we went out to Mexico, we oh. took a soccer team with uh, Nyack, Nyack College. Nyack, well, it wasn't at Nyack College. That was where, the, <clears throat> where we got the flyer. Okay. So I believed in using our talent, my talent, to share the gospel. So we right. went to... Mexico in 1986 during the World Cup. And it was a great platform because because we were coming from the U.S. It opened up a tremendous door. It was just awesome. The ability to minister to people uh, by way of soccer. So um, it was pretty amazing. We were were able to minister to a lot of people, share the gospel, and it 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 was awesome. We went to I've been to Mexico, I went to Jamaica to share the gospel. A few times I've been to Mexico. So I've been to Mexico a few times. Mm-hmm. One was to help them to translate for a minister Okay. here in the land. I've been to Argentina to share the gospel. Glory to God. Wow. That was also awesome, you know. Hmm. The... God has definitely used you. There's no doubt about that, whether it's in the United States or abroad. You know, he's, he's, he's giving you a gift and you're using it. So that's cool. I'm glad to hear that. You know, uh, you're not sitting on it. You're, you're using it. So that's your past. What, what's, what's happening with Ken right now? What's, what's going on in your life uh, physically, spiritually, mentally? Um, what's happening with Ken right now of 2022? Right now, uh, yeah, I'm working, holding a job and... Still looking to continue to become more productive, you know? Mm-hmm. In, to, the ki- in the kingdom, you mean? And yes, absolutely. Because of the times that we're in, uh, to do uh, more, to do more. Okay. To do and establish, you know, we're establishing this work in Colombia uh, just to establish an ongoing work of impacting lives right you know we do that and people say well you are a witness amen you are a witness we are a witness in the world we are i'm a witness where i go my work how i live right but i'm talking about doing something on purpose Mm. you know like when we went to mexico when we went to jamaica it's on purpose doing something on purpose hmm so I don't forget, because uh, we're not closing right now, but uh, at the end where I told you, oh, no, we want you to pray for it. I want you to pray for people that are thinking about getting into ministry of evangelism, traveling, and stuff like that. So I want you to, because you're sharing right now, but again, at the end, I'll tell you when to do it, is just pray for people that might be listening that have a little bit of unction to going to Colombia or South America, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, or anything like that. So just put that in the back of your mind, and then we'll pray at the end, and I'll, I'll tell you when to do that. So so that's cool. I know that you, um, from the meetings that we've heard at Identity, we've talked about you know doing more outreaches. So talk a little bit about what you know so far, what some of the future plans maybe are. Um, 
you know, things that we might be doing, you know, not official yet, but what there have been thoughts. What's some, what's some of those things? Oh, great. Uh, we were just talking about there's a uh, dream center that okay. we went to let them know that we're available as a church and as a church from our church that that's sponsored by uh the church in deltona treasure no the church in deltona yeah, we, I'll, I'll remember in a bit so we'll our, remember it. <laughs> our church is is planning to we spoke about adopting a block in the area behind us okay so that we have an ongoing steady thing of affecting impacting our community right so we we spoke about that we're planning to start that here actually they spoke about december or february so something that we could do on a regular basis that was uh, something that i liked that we did in Orlando Christians that we went out weekly. Weekly. We went the last weekly. church I was at, uh, Destiny and Christ Fellowship in Fort Pierce, then Vero Beach, uh, we adopted, when we were in Fort Pierce, the neighborhood behind us, and we went out once a month. We would we would bag up groceries, you know, like feed like 15 houses, go and pray with them and see what they needed, anything. And during Christmas time, we went around with Santa Claus and, you know, and gave them out toys and stuff like that. So we adopted a neighborhood too. So, and even when we moved to Vero Beach, we still kept that neighborhood as our neighborhood. It was called Gate Beautiful. That's awesome. Praise God. So you that's, know. I mean, every church is every, if every church is listening or everybody that's listening that goes to the church and talks to their church and says, Hey, let's adopt a neighborhood. That's a little um, less fortunate that they need some help, whether Amen. it's prayer or food or, or just fellowship. Cause there's probably people out there that could, you know, they haven't have, they don't have any visitors. I mean, have a, have a real family, family. I have mean, a real it's like coming family. up Thanksgiving is how many people are sitting at home on Thanksgiving day. Cause they have no place to go. They have no family. Right. And they're going to spend the day alone watching TV, sleeping right. or doing something, you know, and a real family, you know, we talk about family, we're talking about a family in Christ, right? The Bible right says god is the author of love so you don't know love unless you know god right right so when we talk about a real family we're talking about people in christ that you can relate with right so one of our one we did this community thing at occ and they they had determined they said and i was an indian that means i'm taking orders okay and because I was taking order, they said, no, we're just going to go here. And they said, we're just going to show the love of God. So we went and we took food every month. We were, we just, we picked this complex. We went there every month. What happened though is they became accustomed, used to, what is the word? Uh, familiar. familiar. They became too familiar, too familiar, right? And now it was not, they were throwing food around. It just, it it became a, a bad thing. Right. So uh, for me, you know, uh, well, let's, G- Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, the spirit of God to preach the gospel, proclaim and the, and the spirit of God comes to set people free. Right. To let them know I have a need. I have a need to know Jesus. I need to know the creator. I need to know the reason for my being. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I love going out, but we're going out with the purpose Right. Of introducing people to Jesus. If not, it could become a dead work. Right. It could become a burden. It's not to become a burden to us, right? 
we're bringing out to bring good news and introduce them, introduce them. The person you're looking for, the love you're looking for is in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Right. Because, you know, I, that became a dead work for a while. It was, it became yeah. sickening. Uh, and smell because dead things smell right so we want to we want to we want to impact glory and that's going to be that we we adopt the block we adopt that neighborhood and we we need to determine that we're going to continue the life giving source into that Mm -hmm. right so that lest the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it right psalm tells us so that's that's an important thing because i've been in part of a lot of activities or let's just say this, some churches belittle the preaching. Hmm. And one thing that happens with preaching is people can't debate. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? People will debate with you day and night. But when you preach the word of God and proclaim and God confronts you by his spirit, you have a decision to make. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that we that's the reason for our outreaches because we want to introduce them Mm-hmm. To the person who changed our life. Jesus changed my life. Right. And I can't do anything for you apart from him. Right. I'm, I, I want to introduce you to that love. To that, You know, I left my home because my home was not portraying. They didn't teach me. They didn't lead me. I left the Pentecostal church because it was a bunch of legalism. There were right. rules. I want to introduce the God, glory to God, mm. of the law, the God of truth, the God of living right and walking right and doing right. right. Amen. 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 That is cool. And that's kind of what's going on in the future. Uh, some of that stuff would have already been happening while everybody's listening to this podcast and next year. But but that's cool. I'm, I'm really glad that we got a chance to sit down and talk. Um I was thinking of something else, and that's why I said I told you about the prayer because I would forget it. I, I should have wrote it down, but um, it, it, it's just, oh, I know what it is. If someone is listening and they want to get a hold of you, because um, you do a Facebook, because uh, you did one earlier today. I was watching for a while to, to it stop for some reason uh, on my end. Not, it probably wasn't on your end. Um, you do the Facebook stuff and you do some other things. How can people find Ken Garcia? Well, they can find me at Identity Church. Right. Okay. That's or, a good place. And then they meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. or amen. online. <laughs> yes. Amen. Uh, I have, uh, well, Facebook. I'm on Facebook. That's probably one of the so other you, areas. It's, are you on your personal page? I'm on my personal page. So, so if they look up Ken, Kenneth or Ken, is that, which one is it on Facebook? Kenneth. Kenneth so it's Garcia. Kenneth Garcia. You'll find him. And you do... Um, do you do on a regular basis, a certain time, or do you just do them sporadically at different times? I do them every Saturday, and the goal is 11 o'clock. So by between 11 and 12, I'm on Facebook. Okay, so if you want to hear more from Ken and his preaching, he's definitely anointed with the preaching spirit <laughs> and the evangelistic spirit. You know, there's people that are out there that you can tell that they have certain gifts, and Ken definitely has that gift of, and he knows scriptures, and uh, he has a heart for people. So find him on Facebook at Kenneth Garcia. And that's uh, G-A-R-C-I-A, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So looking at that. So um, why don't we do that prayer that I said for you? Um, you pray for people that might be 
kind of getting that little itch, little squirmy thing like, you know, I really need to go to Costa Rica. I need to go to Colombia. I need to go this. And I said, I don't know if I showed or I shouldn't. Let's just pray a little bit about that for a few seconds. Um, uh, you know, and then, and then we'll close from there. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you and we praise you for for desires that you put within our hearts glory to god in the name of jesus father we thank you that if there's anyone who is itching who has a desire i thank you father that you've given us the local church glory to god to get plugged into and work with we thank you that there are other means of evangelism to go their groups their ministries that they could plug into hook up with so that they can go and experience, Father, the awesomeness of sharing the good news of life, Father, the good news of Jesus, Father. So I thank you and I praise you that that desire, Father, will be followed up, glory to God, by people who have like desire, like passion, who will assist, Father. Yes, so Lord. we thank you and praise you that we can all start at our church, glory to God, to get directed, redirected, to grow and to go so we thank you and we praise you father that the work that you have begun with in each and every one of us you will bring that work to completion mm -hmm. because you've placed within us the person of your spirit who leads us and guides us into the truth of your word and your plan in jesus name amen Everybody, I'd like to thank you for tuning in today to the Millennium Beat with your host, Kevin James. I appreciate you being here. I'd like to thank my guest, Ken Garcia. Thank you for having me, brother. I'm glad to have you. Everybody else, we'll see you next week. Take care. This has been a Millennium Beat production. Views and opinions of the guest are not always the views and opinions of the Millennium Beat. I want to introduce you to a new program we are starting in 2023. It's a program where people can contribute, sponsor, or become a super sponsor to help support what we do at the Millennium Beat. We are also developing a partner program to help reach our goals of reaching people. More information will be on our website where you can fill out a form to become a sponsor or partner and make payments directly to us from our website.